Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Monsters podcast. Three guys hanging out talking about the Chicago Bears. Oh, <laughs> terrible, terrible Chicago Bears. I'm Joe Gaither hanging out with Lucas Berry and Chris Croakman. And uh, we're here to break down a sad, sad weekend and maybe try to lift our spirits a little bit as we're heading forward for the Chicago I Bears. I own you. I always owned you. Fuck. He dropped an F bomb in there, too. I'll drop a lot of F bombs on that. Bastard's head. Anyways, our Chicago Bears lost this past weekend, and we're here to uh, kind of break it down and make ourselves feel better. So we appreciate you guys hanging out and joining us on the Believe in Monsters podcast. You can find us on the Twitter machine at BIM underscore pod. You can find my friend Chris Krogman at ShyBears1985. Find Lucas Berry at LBerry underscore 40. And I am at JoeGator6 on the Twitter machine. Chris? I'll open it up with you, man. What'd you think? What was your thoughts on losing to the Green Bay freaking Packers this past weekend? The game was within reach. A lot, of, you know, a lot of the game. I mean, they went into the that final quarter or final drive or whatever it was within three points, uh, 17-14. And, uh, you know... Defense have been out there a long time. Uh, it took the offense a while to kind of click after that first drive, which was odd. It's it seemed like you know, and a lot of the a lot of the knuckleheads on Twitter think that Matt Nagy, you know, and and Bill Lazor just jerking each other off when it comes to play calling. And you know, one one play one drive, I'll jerk you off. Next play drive, I'll jerk you off. And and what in reality is is you know, halfway through that first drive when that PI got called laser got a wild hair up his ass thinking that they could just chuck it all over green Bay. And, uh, they should have just able stuck to. with the run. They like, should have yeah, chuck it on them though. They should have, they green Bay was missing half their fucking secondary, but they couldn't figure out how to, how to throw it on them. And then Savage gets hurt in the middle of the game and they still can't figure out how to throw it on them. But, uh, this passing game is lost. Um, and I think Lucas had, alluded to it many moons ago in that Matt Nagy forgot how to scheme guys open because he was dealing with such ineptitude at quarterback that he forgot how to do his job and then just forgot how to be you or be him or be Bill Walsh or be Andy Reid or whoever we need him to be. But, you know, that first drive was beautiful. And then they stopped doing the goddamn outside zone. You know, like what's been working, you saw Herbert cut it back. You know, all the way against the grain on that first drive, bust one out for like 24 yards. And then the second drive comes around and they just like, just don't want to do that anymore. They run too many shotgun sets. They stopped going under center, which is exactly where fields thrives. And it it was almost like they, I could have called it a better game. It was like, as soon as they started letting the Packers into the game, not even winning, just into the game, they just completely abandoned the run for a little bit. And then they just, they couldn't move the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's it was... it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Um, I, mean, I mean, all right. So let's 
it, let's just let's yes see, it let's is say, but it like is. look 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 we're gonna level set because it was a shitty i mean everybody got their hopes up last week right uh, everybody led by me. no i mean not just you all of bears fan fandom got their got their hopes up and, and they should have you know we we should have beat that team up north they don't have the roster that they've had in the past they don't have the weapons that they've had in the past people will tell you that jalen johnson had a bad game facing the absolute best receiver in the game but uh he didn't uh he held jalen or he held jail he held Devonte adams down pretty well uh but it's the Packers, and in all honesty, until Aaron Rodgers moves on, they own us. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, but at this point in the season, if you'd have told me we were going to be 3-3, three and three, I'd have said, yep, 3-3. Three and three. That's about where I had us anyway. Right. Um, the next few weeks don't look pretty, but it's not like they didn't beat the brakes off us. It wasn't like, you know, those Tressman years or whatever where we gave up 50 points in back-to-back weeks. And we got the, our asses handed to us. I mean, we were in the game. Uh, it was within reach. They made some key mistakes. We have a rookie quarterback, which guess what? Most rookie quarterbacks, even as good as like people want to annoy Justin Fields as like the Jesus already. And it's just like, he's gonna, t- it's gonna take a little bit of time. So I don't think it's as like, I, I was bummed on Sunday and a little bit of yesterday, but I'm fine. It's it's fine. We're moving on. No, I mean, like you said, it's, you know, the Bears are who we thought they were. You know, three and three is kind of... Let them off the hook! I think it's what we all projected going into this season. It's fair. I, I think we all said between seven and nine wins, possibly fighting for the seven seed as a wild card, which is all fair. To me, this game just kind of showed me that I am out on this coaching staff. I think this was it. This was the nail in the coffin for me. It just feels like nothing changes with this team. And I get it. The run game is established and that's been lasers MO. They in a passing league, it's just, you cannot have the last ranked passing offense in almost every single metric. It's just, it's so bad. And it's Justin Fields is a rookie. Yes. But, it's just not good for him. I feel like he's not in a good environment. You know, Cole Komet having more deep targets than Marquise Goodwin just makes absolutely no sense. Like, you brought in these guys that can fly, and you're not utilizing them. It's just so bizarre. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, I mean, if wild card not, I, I just, this is it for me. Um, whatever. Matt Nagy, I don't even think he can be the he can't even be the kind of CEO type head coach just because uh, uh, this is his chance. And if he can't fix the offense to at least make the passing offense top 20, then he shouldn't be here. That's just kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm not going to say this Packers loss broke me because it didn't, but just kind of reaffirming what we've all been saying for a while is that I, I just don't think he's fit to be designing this offense and leading this team right now. I just, I, I don't know. A- am I wrong? I mean, the Bears are down there with the Jets and Texans in their passing efficiency. And in no, my opinion, they are, they are worlds more talented. I mean, we can say whatever we want. Wide receivers aren't getting separation, blah, blah, blah. But you can't look me in the eye and tell me that 
Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird, and Cole Komet is not a good or at least decent receiving group. It's a lot better than what the Texans are trotting out there. I'll oh. tell you that. I mean, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd take Brandon Cooks right now over Marquise Goodwin. All right, but can you name me another receiver on the Texans? Is Kiki Kude still there? I think he actually got released this year. Um, no, I can't. Um, I, I think uh, I, I like Marquise Goodwin and, and Demir Bird were nice uh, flyers, but it doesn't seem to be working out. I mean, let's get Brashard Perryman a, a, a run because, like, I don't know why Bird was so successful in New England last year, but he he had a lot. They had no season. one else. <laughs> Okay, then that shouldn't that equal being better when there are other distractions on the field that you should get more opportunities against lesser cornerbacks? Sometimes just about pure opportunity. I mean, I I don't know. You just can't fall down as much as he does. He just like falls down and he's a he's a baby. He's like five, six, one twenty. Like he's I think he's yeah, he's the smallest human being on an NFL football field every week. Yeah, I mean, Chris, how are you? I mean, I know you've kind of been, I mean, you've been kind of on the same page about this naggy thing. I mean, how are you feeling after this week? Like I said, in my opinion, I'm just, I'm kind of done with the coaching staff. I, they're not really doing, outside of Desai, and I mean, I trust me, look, I love what Laser's doing in the run game. It's fantastic, but it's just a passing league. It's It really is, and the, the lack of ability to design open pass plays and the Bears' biggest problem is that they don't create any explosive plays, like none. And the one game that they did versus the Lions, the offense put up the highest offensive op- season, lo and behold. So, Chris, I mean, where are you at on this whole situation and, and Matt Nagy? I think no matter what, barring some kind of NFC championship game run, he should be fired. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I hate to say it, unfortunately. I think, like, when you look at it from, like, a 30,000-foot view – you could puzzle together a pretty good offense based on what we've seen over the entire Matt Nagy tenure, but it's never linear. It's never in the, in the same freaking game. It's always like one play here, one play there, one play here, one play there from the past 48 games or whatever it is. And you, you, you just, you just wonder what the hell they're doing because you know, they're the, the plays are there. The, the talent is there for the most part you see uh you know plays that you could script off of uh outside zone runs that herbert has run or well let's let's just even talk some about big what, routes and having guys running up a, a wheel route that's wide open uh yeah let, let's just talk about what the bears did to the first drive of the fourth quarter when they were down by you know 17 to 7 or whatever it was and Fields let him right down the field and scored. That was like the most well-designed play-by-play executed drive I think I've seen of the season. Right? They, they moved the ball in like, what, five plays? And they even got a penalty on the goal line and still went down and said, you know what, we're scoring anyway. And it just all clicked. But to your point, it's never linear. It's just like it's one drive here in the game. And I, and I look at that, I'm saying, yeah, this Justin Fields guy's growing. He's going through his progressions. He's, to me, Fields in this game looked fine. I mean, he left a lot on the field, sure. To me, I'm seeing a lot of development in his run timer. I think he's really learning when routes aren't open and when he should tuck it and run, which I really like. I mean, he had 40 yards on the ground. He needs to start doing that more. But 
I mean, that drive there is that's what we've been looking for all season. Why can't they do that all game? Like you said, they're just they're 50, 10 to 15 yard routes that we're not doing anything crazy. Simple concepts over the middle to Cole Komet, get him involved. And you're moving the ball. Yeah, they don't use the middle of the field nearly enough. I mean, you're starting to see it a little bit more. And maybe that's like Fields isn't comfortable with, with throwing through that. I don't know what, like, like, I don't know if this is a real thing or whatnot, but Nagy's saying that the referee looks like an opponent on the field. That's why uh, he didn't throw it to Robinson or whatever. It's kind of a valid argument. I mean, I've played football before. It's another body. Where I've seen, I mean, if you're just looking, like, if there's a defender in your face and you're just seeing a peripheral vision, a guy standing there, it's like, you're not really making out that if he's a ref or not. I mean, the refs are always dressed as the Packers anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, I'm not going to be that guy, but that was that was probably one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen in my life for both teams. It was fucking awful. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that many bad calls against the Packers, but I am a Bears fan, so I, I tend to forget those. My thing is just like the, the whole offense since he's been here has been like pulling teeth. It's been like, oh, I don't have a running back in 20, uh, 2018. So we're kind of working around a makeshift Jordan Howard. Like, oh, I don't really have a quarterback because I've got Trubisky in 2019. It's just like every thing since he's been here has been like, oh, I'm trying to mask this deficiency or that deficiency on the offense. Instead of utilizing, you know, instead of using the the weapons of players that we have to build an offense that's got consistent, that, that operates at a consistent level. Uh, you know, I, I text you guys after the first two drives where Bears got to stop, Bears went down the field and scored. I said, who who is this team? Because uh, they did move straight down the field, and it was the same way in the fourth quarter. It's almost like it's almost like you're saving these plays, like. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like trying to like go. Oh, we gotta wait to spring this one on them so they don't say. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm with you, Luke. That and I've been here. With, that, that the confidence in the coaching staff is nil. Uh, absolutely nil. Um, Outside of Desai. Yeah, Desai for sure. But but you know he's a, he's a first year guy, and so for me at least, like yeah, you get a pass pretty much. He is the seventh-ranked defense, and I don't think they're that talented. Well, yeah, you're right on that. Uh, But just the offense for the last since he's been here has been like pulling teeth, like like just having to trick teams. I really enjoyed the first year where we're doing all these trick plays, but my friend, you know, my friend's like, oh, he's only doing that because he doesn't have a real offense. You know, he's a trickster, yada yada yada. And I'm like, no, no, that's not true. But it seems like it. It seems like that's the case, you know, without Santa Slay and without things like that in the in the offense that he just doesn't have either a full playbook or the ability to utilize it all or something that just uh, they just they get in the games and it's like they're on crack. Well, I don't even know what the playbook is anymore because, like, right. each week is like it's yeah, different. I know every week is different. <laughs> <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. We're not, what, we're not doing the same things like hardly any week, week, week to week. I mean, besides run, running the ball lately, which has been uh, kind of a godsend for this team, but you're not going to be able to do that versus the Bucks. And I mean, I 
I've kind of alluded to this before. I, I think I said it last week. Is just like, what are you going to do when a team finally stops your run game? It, it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen this week. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy, but what are you going to do? If you can't throw the ball, this team is going to stomp on you. This is going to be another Cleveland game if you can't run the ball and you don't have a pass game script at all. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, I don't know. People people can throw on the Bucks pretty easily, um, and you can run on the Bucks. People can throw on the Packers pretty easily, but it's like, what the fuck are you we doing? Can, we can't throw on anybody pretty easily. The last time we threw on anybody pretty easily, it was the Bucks in 2018. I was there. And, and, and But that's like the only – okay, help me out. It, have there been another – Passing performance that you think, wow, the whole league would think, wow. I, I, I think about a couple of the Lions. Miami. Trubisky played in, but like. Pretty sure that Miami game was pretty good, if I recall. The one they lost? We lost an over. The one they lost. Didn't they throw the ball pretty well? Trubisky played pretty well in that game, if I remember uh, correctly. He threw a kick in the red goal zone. Line, yeah, in the intercepts in the end zone. He said, so. That was a weird game. That was such a weird game. It was a weird game. But, but I, we can't throw on anybody. Really? Like we're here sitting. This is three years worth of work, four years worth of work, and we're picking one game here, one game there, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So the points per game have just like I was looking, Joe. You said something that made me think like, has he ever had an offense or he doesn't have a real offense or whatever? And the points per game go down like every year. The first year he was top ten. He was better off with Jordan Howard and nobody playing and, and whoever was playing receiver that year. Freaking Josh Bellamy. 16.3 points per game. Well, so, dude, the NFL is always about just getting film on coaches, on players, whatever. And normally you see that as, you know, rookies will go out and have a great rookie season or something, and they'll go out and have a sophomore slump. Once teams figure out your tendencies and they figure out how to stop you, it's game over if you can't adapt and – Really, I have not seen much adaption from Nagy in his offense. No, it's like Joe said. You know, he basically is is making up for deficiencies or whatever. Like, and to me, it's it's more he's trying to have the exact right pieces to make the pie work. You know, and other I coaches will just that be like, "That could not go play on chopped." I'll say that. Open a basket and make a meal. <laughs> I, mean, I was actually gonna. That's a that's a funny reference because I was gonna say like, look, like he, you know, he needs all the pieces of the pie to work, but like, we need him to be like a cake baker where he can make cupcakes or like a layered cake or like a wedding cake and just hey, here's a bunch of cake ingredients, make different kinds of cakes. He he needs like the exact precise ingredients to make his cake, and his cake sucks, dude. It's not it's not a good cake. It tastes like shit. Too much baking soda or some shit. So Nagy's just a giant shit cake. Cake eater. Hey, Matthew Nagy. So what do we do with the last, you know, 11 weeks of the season? If this is where we are, and I think we're all pretty much in agreement, you know, I, we, we've all been kind of at different levels of, of this at the various points of the season. We're, we're, we're all looking at the Bucks game and, you know, feeling like, oh, that's not going to go well for us, I'm sure. But, like, what do we do with the, the last 11 weeks? Is it all about – it's all about it's all about one baby absolutely M- make it happen that's it 
That's it, 100. percent And that's I mean, really all it's been about for me. I mean, who's for me, at least. In, you know, I mean, what's the what? What are you saying? Development, just game time. I think game time just chemistry, used to I mean, the NFL speed, and getting yeah. timing with his weapons that probably won't be here next year. Because you know, Bird and and Goodwin are fucking. And gone. Robinson, get rid of him. Robinson's probably gone, and and all honestly, at this point, he. I don't see the point in keeping him. Um, Komet's under contract. Um, Mooney's under contract. But after that, there's nothing. And that's probably fine, honestly, because whoever you bring in uh, is going to want their own guys anyway. But they'll probably just tell Pace, hey, give me whatever and I'll make it work. You know, because Nagy's like, oh, I need exactly this. And so what? They went and got a bunch of track stars. These guys can't fucking beat anybody. They can't get separation for shit. They can't get open. They can't catch when they do. They fall out of bounds. Fucking bombs all of them. Fire them all into the sun. I see. Like I, I don't even know. Again, I. It's for me. It it's hard to differentiate. To it makes it tough to evaluate mm-hmm. the team and the roster when the scheme is just like so terrible. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. I, I don't know if it's it maybe can the receivers actually not separate or is it just that teams know exactly what they're running because the Bears offense is that predictable? I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know. But for me, like you said, even though these guys, some of these guys won't be here next year, it's just, is Justin Fields getting better every week? Make sure you keep his confidence up. Don't ruin the kid, you know, whatever. Just... And I think every week I have seen bits and pieces that make me more hopeful for Justin Fields. Say what you will about Nagy, whatever, but every week I see something else out of Justin Fields where I'm like, okay, he's he's getting this now. He's doing this better. This still needs work, but he's doing this better. And that gives me hope. That definitely gives me hope. Like I yeah, said, like- this week was the running. The run timer was a lot better. The sacks, it's a bad. That's a teaching moment. We'll see. Does it keep happening? I don't know. Yeah, he needs but to throw it away. He can't outrun the NFL. Well, there's some times where he just he runs at good times, and other times he just runs out of clean pockets, which doesn't really make sense to me. But again, if wide receivers aren't separating, that's also part of the issue. So who knows? The play that he rolled out to his left and then looked back and got hit Allen Robinson over the middle for what, like 26 or whatever? That was a good play. That was smart. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome because on TV, I was like, oh, my God, just get the first down, go run. And the next thing I know, it's a 25-yard gain. Um, and just there's certain things that, you know, again, I I don't like beating the dead horse, but there's just certain things that 10 wouldn't do. Like taking a free play shot to the end zone is something I've never seen a Bears quarterback yeah, in my wouldn't. life. I'm not even joking, like. The fact that he threw that and had the wherewithal to know, hey, I got a free play, I'm going to fucking throw this. I was just like, I didn't even care that he threw the pick. I was like, good on you, dude. The fucking players weren't even ready for it. Robinson was like, Robinson this guy's stopped. not going to do shit. Dude, he's never... <laughs> Listen, man, that is that is something very experienced quarterbacks do, and I was super impressed with when I saw him do that. Insane intelligence by him. Yes, he should have made sure there was a flag, and yes, there should have been a flag on that play. It should have actually been a five-yard penalty because Peters moved after the guy encroached in the neutral zone, and it should have just been a dead ball, five-yard penalty. But none of it got, got called, and it was a pick, whatever. But I 
Chris, when was the last time you saw that out of a Bears QB? Shit. Uh, Mike Glennon probably did something like that. He was a very, very uh, heady quarterback. He was a very necky quarterback. <laughs> Do you think he has a bigger neck, him or Davis Mills? Davis. Davis Mills. He's British. Is he? I don't know. Fucking Lucas was giving me shit. I thought I heard somebody pronounce it like that once. And then Dude, how about Khalil Herbert, though? Khalil Herbert's got some juice. I've been telling everyone. He's better than Damian Williams. Got a little wiggle. Can't no, catch, no, late... but he's better than Williams. Another late round I find by Lord Pace. Call that, but that's all right. What'd you say? I said I don't think I don't see how we can call that, but okay. Tell me when uh, Khalil Herbert hits uh, Super Bowl MVP status. Tell me I'll when David Williams. Yeah, I'm get it. I just did I've David seen, Williams win Super Bowl MVP. He should have, but did he? No, he did not. No, I said status. I didn't say he won it. You only get status if you win it. That's not true. Ten years from now, nobody's gonna know that Damon Williams almost won. That's not true. That's definitely not true. Not I. Well, like I've always said, Williams is a fine receiving back, but his vision is just awful. I've seen Damian Williams just run right into the back of people, not make proper cuts. I think the vision and running ability of Herbert is is very good. I think he'll be a, a pretty good back in this league, especially as a number two to Montgomery. But uh, yeah. I mean, that's. I don't have much else to say about the offense other than they fucking suck. We should just play defense. Punt every first down. You know what's funny, Joe? Stack up all the cash on defense. Do you know what's really funny, dude? A few weeks ago, you were telling me how slow the Bears start. And I feel like every drive this season, the Bears have scored immediately. And then they just suck. It's like, fuck. like literally every first offensive drive this year, I'm pretty sure they punched right in. Is that been the case? I know they did last week. They did it versus the Rams, dude. They did it immediately with the well, Dalton threw the pick in the red zone, but they marched right down the field. Touchdown on the first drive against the Bengals. That was yeah. A, uh, that was a mostly a David Montgomery rip. That was a good. That was a good well, series. I'm pretty sure they did it versus the Raiders too. Look at them. What they so, went? They went right they down versus the, the Rams. Touchdown on the first drive for, for against the fucking Lions. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, they've been all fast start all year, and then they just fucking. What about the Browns? How about the Browns? Did they do punt, that against the Browns? Punted on Dude, the first gotta... drive against the Raiders. First two two drives are punts, and the third drive's a touchdown against the Raiders. Okay, I don't think they got in the red zone versus the Browns. Yeah, Browns. I think good. they were on the Brown side of the field most of the game. Field goal on the first drive. Five play twenty four <laughs> five play twenty five yard drive field goal. Bears take a three oh lead against the Browns. <laughs> so there you go. Every drive except for uh the Raiders game, they score on the opening possession. Yeah. And the Rams where they Well, the, the Rams the throwing the pick. Yep, 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 yep. And then they forget how to play football. What is yeah, that? Yeah, What's absolutely. up with that? We we, we got well, a good script and then we can't get, and we can't move past it. They have from no what good. I've seen, they've just been pound, like they've been pounding teams in the dirt to start the game. They come out firing and then teams are just like, oh shit, these guys came to play and then they fucking shut it down, drop into their soft zones, and we can't throw. <laughs> I 
Boo. All right. So the Robert defense Quinn is still good. Went on COVID yeah. list. He's got COVID. Um, what else is going on with the defense that we want to talk about? Do you want Team to talk Hicks about number four? Again. Do we need to talk about number four? It seems like seems like Twitter's very torn on him today, apparently. There's some people coming out saying, oh, yeah, his coverage has been really good. He just can't tackle. And then there's other people saying, oh, no, he sucks in coverage and tackling. I don't really know what to make of it. Yes, he's fucking abysmal at tackling. And I think Adrian Amos kind of cleaned all that mess up for him when he was here. And uh, Gibson is just kind of a waste of space back there this year. He's not really good in coverage or tackling. I don't know. So are we all just ready to hang ourselves with our mic cords? Because that's where I am. For me, I think you need to put uh, Deion Bush back there with Eddie. At least Deion Bush will hit someone. Dion Bush, uh, he's had his issues as well, obviously, with coverage and, and missed tackles. But, uh, yeah, Eddie Jackson is is an anomaly. We don't really know what's going on with that dude. And I don't understand it. Um, I think, uh, you know, I want to say the rest of the Bears secondary has played all right, but every time I look up, the, the Packers were completing passes. So, I don't know. What did you make? A lot of... What did you make of Jalen Johnson shadowing Adams? I think I we kind of we asked this question last week, but I think I kind of got my answer about shadowing it. What kind I, of? I tell situation. you what, like, I he definitely got if, beat a lot out of the slot. I didn't notice that. I think if he wouldn't have shadowed him though, and you would have put like a Duke Shelley or oh, somebody else worse. on him, it would have been ten times worse, and they would have just exploited think- that. I don't even think it was that bad. I mean, I know he had a lot of yards per catch, but a lot of it was yards after the catch. Like he called like two five yard slants that he took for like twenty to forty yards. It's just like, all right, he get, Johnson got beat off the ball. So what? Like it wasn't like he got fucking fried down the field. They held him to four catches. I mean, on the season he's been getting like anywhere from six to ten a game. So right. All in all, right. I think they kind of limited the damage with Adams. He's he's going to get his period. I I I personally don't. Whatever the fuck PFF says, PFF can fucking get out of my face with their stupid grades. I, I think Johnson played fine. PFF hates the Bears. Their grading right. system only works All against right. us. Well, one thing I do want to mention from last week that uh, y'all kind of dismissed me on, but Aaron Jones hurt the Bears. I don't remember you bringing that up. Oh, well. I said I said I wasn't worried about him. Yeah. I don't think he was like a game changer versus the Bears. Oh, you're talking about last week we dismissed you? Yeah. You're ta- oh. And, um, I don't – I mean, he, he had an okay game, but he wasn't like a world beater. His, 70, his, 76 yards on the ground and then another 35 in the air. Scored a touch, scored one of their three touchdowns. So he had 102 total yards and you're crowning I mean, him? I mean, Khalil Herbert had 102 on the ground. Yeah. And he's a sixth round rookie and Aaron Jones. Honestly, all pro. Honestly, a lot a lot of Aaron Jones' success came from Alec Ogletree just getting abused. Alec Ogletree's played awful. He played terrible. He missed a million tackles. Like teams just go away from Roquan and just I why is Danny not in there again? I don't know. I saw him for like one play. I don't understand it. Apparently they're working him back in slowly or something. 
Well, he needs to come back faster because Ogletree fucking sucks. Aren't you? Well, never mind. Ogletree was a good... Uh, he, he was a fun story while it lasted. Now it's just like, all right, go back to porn Gatorade, buddy. <laughs> Maybe he can oh. get him a, a job at McDonald's with Matt Nagy. The McNeggy. <laughs> Neggy. I, I don't know, Joe. I'm I'm still dismissing you a little bit. I, I don't think Aaron Jones is really like the factor of why the Bears lost. Mm-mm. That's fine. I just feel like every year the Packers have this average running back and they always outperform what they should be doing. That dude's not average. Yeah, Aaron Jones is he's a good Aaron player. He's a baller. AJ Dillon beat him up almost worse. AJ Dillon had that 40-yard run or whatever. Yeah, no, the Bears definitely got gashed a few times and you know when My the Bears' run defense is is very like uh, up and down. I don't think it's great, but they do shut it down when all their guys are clicking. When you got Hicks out there, Mac, but all them dudes are banged up now. It's fucking so hard. Like Hicks just cannot stay healthy. Why was Tonga the scratch? Well, prank from all his personal fouls recently, and then Mario is that Edwards. Personal gets... fouls? You talking? I'm. Edwards is the one who has all the goddamn personal nah, dude, fouls. Tonga, Tonga had two personal fouls the past few weeks. Limited snaps. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I didn't know you had a, a, an insight to Coach Nagy and why he uh, he benched. No, I'm, I'm I'm just guessing. I just know the Irish few games Tonga. he's played, he, he has had a few personal fouls for like late hits or something like that. Unnecessary roughness, I know, was one of them. Oh, Mario Mario Black, Blackson. Mario Edwards? Yeah, Mario Edwards. You're, no. you're combined. <laughs> Mario Blackson. <laughs> Angel, Angelo Blackson and Mario Edwards. Yeah, uh, 97. That, uh, Mario Edwards is an idiot. Like, All that's right, that two was... or three weeks in a row that he's been... I know that Aaron Rodgers baited his ass into that by grabbing his face mask. I know. I At least if it. you're going to do it, make it fucking worth it and just take Rodgers' just head and smash him, him in the, the ground. Face. Exactly. Like, take his mask and just fucking beat him into the ground. Like I'll tell you, the, the city of Chicago... W- Chris w- is looking w- at me like, I got three heads. <laughs> I'm not. I'm looking up the penalties. Yeah, it was stupid. We'll take care of that fine, buddy. Go ahead and just smash a knee for me. He didn't even grab his face mask, face mask either. He just pushed him. No, no, no. Rogers grabbed his face mask while they were mm. while, a, after they were down. It, it was it was little. It was light. It, it just it was, it was it was it was weak. If you're gonna be that freaking sensitive about it, you should probably like do something else for a professional career. So yeah, Tonga got a roughing the passer. I don't remember that. Um, I think it was pretty weak. And he also it wasn't got it wasn't a, it wasn't a great call. Pretty sure he, un- he also got an unnecessary roughness. But, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's his only two penalties for the year. Look, I wasn't saying that's why I was just guessing, but no, it I'm doesn't just, really like, make sense. I just wanted to look at it. No, I don't think that that's why he got benched. I think that's a really st- – if, if that's a reason to bench someone, then Mario Edwards should be fucking fired, and Jermaine Effetti should be cut tomorrow because they have the most penalties on the team. So obviously that's not why. I just didn't remember those penalties, so I wanted to look it up. That's are you guys done with of the year, though? Are you guys done with Sam Mustafer? I think it's time to bring in Alex Bars. I cannot watch Mustafer anymore. He's just not good. He's a rolling that fucking snap. Uh, also, dude, he's like a dude. He's like a Teletubby out there. He's like, he's like a weenie, dude. He can't hold his weight. 
Like he just gets fucking bullied. It was a cool story while it lasted last year. Like, yeah, undrafted free agent from Notre Dame. All right, bring in the other undrafted free agent from Notre Dame, Alex Bars. I, I can't watch Mustafa. Alex Bars there. gets mad snaps every week. He's their tight end, dude. He's their tight end four. Oh, dude, I love that, dude. Just put him out there. Put Whitehair back at center or Daniels at center. I don't give a f- I think our boy Raul called it. When Borum comes back, he'll be the right tackle, and they'll move oh. Fetty, Fetty to guard and put Daniels or, or Musty back at center. Or uh, Daniels or uh, White here. Which is fine. Just get Mustafer out of there, man. He's he's, he's not good. I mean, he's, yeah, he's I all right. He's, he just I, mean, I don't doesn't... think he's the main offensive problem. They're I mean, all... offensive line-wise, probably, but... <laughs> They're all worthless. <laughs> I mean, Everybody so, except for number one is worthless. It's another reason their pass game can't really get off the ground either. Is their their pass pro is not great. It's not good at all. All right, we're at the we're about the thirty five minute mark. Are we ready to turn the page for? Uh, I see, I see. Lucas's cat going crazy. I love it. Are we ready to turn the page and talk about the Bucks or what's? Uh, like, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Uh, I am maybe put Nick Foles out there. He owns Tom. <laughs> Tom calls him daddy. <laughs> Wouldn't even shake his hand. Y'all remember that drama from last year? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't hand. shake it in the Super Bowl either. And he had the, the fourth down thing where Tom <laughs> thought he had an extra down because no, he was just he was playing it off because he fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And he can get away with that shit. Well, yeah, he is the goat. All right, Bears going into the weekend at Tampa, 12-and-a-half-point underdog. Are we the biggest underdog of the of the week? I, no. I, no. No, I'm pretty sure the Texans are 17-point dogs, dude. Are you serious? I'm about we to play Arizona, that. number one team in the football. In the football, Jesus. Yeah, number one team in football. Yeah, you're right, 17-and-a-half. Wow. But we Regardless, are certainly anyway. number two. All right, so here's yeah. the thing about that. I've... I, I don't know, man. That's a lot of points. I don't I don't think the Bears like the Eagles played the Bucks within a freaking touchdown. And the Eagles are, are one of the worst teams I have seen this year. I don't know. I mean the Tennessee Bears just very, beat Buffalo. Yeah. Right on the back of their run game. I mean, Derrick Henry's obviously a different animal and the Bucks defense is probably the best in the league against the run, but no, it's it's doable. It's any week. The Bucks def- run defense is the best in the league. Don't give me that look. We're going to find out. Go ahead. Keep talking. Tell me all about how you love the Bucks. I hate the Bucks. I don't even think they're that. I didn't think they were that good last year, and they still I won just, the Super Bowl. All right. My, my big thing is there's one Jalen Johnson, and there's three of Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's you pick your poison, you put Johnson on him, and the other two are just going to fucking eat you alive. Well, I hope he guards Evans because I have Antonio Brown in fantasy. Antonio Brown, I think, for me personally, I think Brown's their best receiver. The Bucks are number one in the league uh, yards, yards against 54 yards yeah. a game. No, dude, I wasn't joking. Vita Vea is just an absolute, like, that line is monstrous. You don't run on them. Vita Vea versus fucking or, Sam Mustafer is going to throw him in or, the fucking... He's going to throw him back to the 
the islands well, that offense is so good that teams get down by 50 and can't run the goddamn ball now nah, their d-line's good bro it is that's really right good. that's right never mind i know nothing indomitian sue jason pierre paul vita vea did you guys see indomitian sue is like this like financial advisor now like yeah, he got that financial advice online. <laughs> he, he had that cameo on Ballers, and now he's like, this is what I should be doing. After so many training camp fights and fucking brawls, dude's just like change of lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This to me a lot. I, I don't know. I really don't you Like I said, you put Johnson. Guys, you pay. I don't know. Godwin in the slot is just going to annihilate you. Or Brown, whoever you put there. We'll see if yeah, Fedzor can hold those. Their weapons are on guys. Fucking OJ yeah. Howard's a problem. 31 to 10. Now, if there's one thing that the Bears do well, it is that. You can't blitz Brady. You will not win if he blitz Brady. He'll pick you apart. If you can get to him with three or four-man pressure, which the Bears can do pretty well, you have a chance, and it's how they beat them last year. But without Robert Quinn, yes, Travis Gibson is good, but I don't think he's Robert Quinn good yet. That takes a hit. I don't know. I don't. I don't really love how we match up with this team, to be honest with you. And yes, their secondary can be exploited, but you just have to be willing to throw the ball deep early and often. Just fucking we're not. Them and and we're, we're not willing to do that. If there was one thing the Eagles had success with on Thursday night, that's the other thing. They're coming off a Thursday night game. These fuckers have four more days, days to prepare for the Bears. You have 10 extra, like, oh my God. And... And to top it all off, their D coordinator is Matt Nagy's boy. Todd Bowles, that's who Nagy wanted to hire to be coordinator here. And he said, no, I already made my commitment to Arians. That's his man. He's going to want to beat his ass. Oh, gosh. And the other thing is, Bowles brings a shit ton of pressure, man. They are going to fucking... Two boy. So, <laughs> do I need to make... Plans Sunday at twelve, like going a nature Bear, walk or something like that. I think the Bears are a prime. I think they're a TV game. It's uh, four fifteen on Fox. No, it's, it's one of those. Yes. Oh yes, it is. Four, yes, four twenty-five. Tony, Tony Romo is on there. Hopefully, he's not hammered again. They no, um, they pulled him off. They pulled him off the game. Since when? Since like you literally responded to that exact tweet about it in the chat that's why you said that was because somebody was saying who's no it said this? he was doing the game i didn't no. see that he was taken out of the game no hold on you better double check this frog you're about to be over three over your ass bro but yes tony tony romo was drunk on the air last week joe i don't know if you heard no i didn't hear about that what game was he calling the patriots Nice. He's just saying a lot of weird, th- like, yeah, bizarre things that made no sense and, like, commentaries. Predicting the game. Nah, bro, he sounded drunk. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for him. 
I wonder why. I wonder what causes you to do that. I mean, I heard alcohol. I heard Troy, alcohol makes you drunk, Joe. I heard Troy Aikman and the other dude do it on air. They're just good at holding it, holding Joe it in. Buck. Joe Buck. Yeah, they they admitted they drink on the air. Troy Aikman looks hammered most of the times. I can imagine looks that'd be fun, hammered. but you got to know what you're doing. Regardless, I'm not. I'm not loving our chances in this game. We'll see. No. These are always the type of games that your team will surprise you in, though, just when you have absolutely zero confidence. I don't know. We'll see. So, keys to the game for me, Bears pass rush versus Brady. When's, when's Montgomery coming back? How many more weeks do we got to wait on that? Probably a few more. Two to three. I'd probably say after the bye weeks, you got... Bucks, 49ers, Steelers, and I think there's a bye week after that, but I'm not sure. Damn, I'm, we're going to get up there and he's not going to be playing. Herbert, baby. We're, we're beating the 49ers, Joe. I'm telling you that right now. We are winning that game. I'm very confident in that. Did you get your just, your uh, your Khalil Herbert jersey yet? I should. No, I have, I have a Mac jersey. I should get a Herbert jersey. I love that dude. Dark times. Dark, dark times on the home front. I bet you're not. Joe's not even going to go to the airport to go to that 49ers game. He's going to stay in Alabama. He's not even going to come to the game. Oh, it is Roma. Okay, so it's Nance, Roma, and Wolfson. Okay. Here we go. Over. For the Bears game, which tells me it's going to be on TV. Uh, all games are on TV. National TV. They're all on my TV. The Bears always play on my TV. They're always on my TV. It's the only TV that matters. <laughs> all right, then. All right, I'm going 31 10. Um, I'm, 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 <laughs> I have to, I gotta do it. Like, what, 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 do you, what do you do to stop the Bucks? There's nothing. There's not enough, there's not enough defensive pieces to slow them down. And then I don't have any faith in the offense. So, and you see, it's crazy. It's crazy we're saying this because, like, a team like the Eagles slowed them down, and then Bears right now are a top ten defense. We're just giving them no credit. All right, gentlemen, my computer is going to die soon. Um, so if I drop, my bad. Uh, but I got like nine minutes. So uh, thirty-one ten from you, Mister yeah. Barry. Now I'm waiting for you. You go before your computer dies. What's the total? Total is... Fuck. Total is 47. <laughs> I think Chris is uh, gone. Total is 47. Chris is predicting a 24-21 to 21 Chicago Bears win for, for, that, for, for the people. Or is his, his usual score 24-20? 24-20, Chicago Bears will win on behalf of Chris Krogman. <laughs> I got a 30-17. to 17. Uh, That's the Vegas odds, 30-17. to 17. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Buccaneers win this game 27-21. Six-point win for the Bucs. 
And I'm going to say Fields is going to have his highest passing output of the season this week. That would be sick. Give us something to talk about in the national media, like something positive for Justin Fields. Because like, like you said, Luke, the rest of the year is all about developing, developing Justin Fields. Oh boy, boy, boy! It's gonna be a long one. It's gonna be a long, long year. Is there any chance they fire Nagy before the season's over? If it nope. if it goes south, nope. I, I don't think they'll get that bad. I think they're they're somehow always in the thick of it. Like we said, anytime we think he's gonna get close to being fired, he always bounces back. And after this stretch, the schedule's it's not awful. It's not awful at the end of the year. Yeah, I think this. Let's see. I, let's see. I think one, look, two, I, three. I think, uh, honest to God, I think they can beat the Forty ers I see six more wins. Yeah, and that puts them at nine wins, which is nine. probably a playoff seed. More wins. Oh, look! You, you, your computer revived. I predict Dude, I, you tw- twenty-four yeah. to twenty Bears. If you'd like to amend that. <laughs> oh, that sounds typical. Uh, but since I'm on such an O for streak, I don't even know where the other two allegedly came from. But uh, what was the total? 47. 47. They're projecting a 30 to 17 bucks win. 47. 30 to what? 27? No, we ain't doing that. No, 30 to 17. I know. I heard you. Um... God, I don't know if we could put up 17 against the Bucks. I said this would be Fields' highest throwing output of the season. I Probably. 27-21 is my prediction. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Uh, 35-14 Bucks. Ugh. We're really giving the Bears D no credit. Should have you seen Tom Brady play the, play the Bucks or play the play the Bears? Dude, I'm just saying, bro. I watched I'm him carve the. I watched him carve up the best Bears defense we've ever had. Bears have never in the beaten snow Tom Brady. for four touchdowns in the Bears, snow. Bears have never beaten Tom Brady. Talk about Aaron Rodgers, dude. Owning the Bears, Brady owns the Bears. Brady owns the league, man. He's the fucking man. I'll let him own me. I don't care. He deserves it. Rodgers yeah, doesn't will. win shit. One one fucking NFC championship get lost. All right, any, any, Chris, you got any final thoughts for your computer dies again? Um, I need you guys has as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. There you go, baby. I need you guys to give me an over under total on Fields passing attempts this week. What, what do you think? How many times do you think he throws? <laughs> Give me, give me a stat prediction. Give me a stat line for our boy Fields this week. I think I'll have a good game. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. What did he do this past week? I just don't want to be unrealistic. 5,000 yards. He threw it 27 times for 175. Um, I I'll go first. I think he'll throw close to 40 times this game. I think he's going to have to. I think I'm going to say he's going to throw the ball 35 times. I'm going to say complete eh, 65% of his passes. I don't know what that is. 35 times, 65% completion. It's like 25. I'll give him 230 yards passing, two TDs, and 30 yards on the ground. 
I, I got him for 23 for 38, 275, and 50 yards on the ground. Is he okay. the Bears' leading rusher this week? No. Joe, your turn. Uh, I, I I think 30 pass attempts sounds about right. Uh, 30 what, pass attempts? Given what he's done so far. Yeah, 30. 17 against the Lions, 20 against the Raiders, 27 last week against the, the I mean, we're progressively going up. Uh, yeah, but that's that's yeah. against teams they were in the game. Do you think and you and you and you projected a 31 to 10 score? You yeah. think he's going to only throw the ball 30 times if he's down 21 fucking points? Well, they're not going to be down 21 the whole game. Knowing the Bears, you're right. They'll be down four touchdowns, and he'll have to fucking throw one. No. Throw garbage. They're going to score on the opening drive, dude. Seven nothing to start, baby. I'm going to give him two twenty. 220, a touchdown, an interception, and 40 yards on the ground with a rushing touchdown. And completion percentages for both of you? 58. Chris already gave, Chris already gave his. Yeah, 60. All right, I said 65. All right, that is it. Let's sing the song, get out of here, and have another Bear week. Down, Chicago Bears, make every play clear the way to victory. I own you. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Make some plays. Make my day not miserably. I own you. We'll never forget the way you thrilled the nation with your T formation. I always owned you. Bear down, Chicago Bears. You're the pride and joy. No, don't forget why you're wearing the crown. <sighs> Yeah, I forgot the words. I'm so tired. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears. I own you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.